Welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast with your hosts Kamande and Kigondu. Ladies and gentlemen, karibuni sana. Karibuni sana to this episode of the Busy Being Born podcast. Yeah, tunaendelea maze an episode at a time. Uh, welcome back. And if it's your first time, maze, what have you been doing? We have other episodes. Go check them out already after uskiza hii. Karibuni. So today's episode is brought to you by Avalanche Media. They are multimedia production house involved in video and photography. They produce a wide array of um, media-related content, ranging from music, documentaries, live streaming, event coverage, and short and feature films. Check them out on uh, www.avalanchemedia.co.ke. Check them out on Facebook as Avalanche Media Gallery KE and on Instagram as Avalanche underscore Gallery. You can also reach them directly on the phone number 0734. Nine three two three double six. Uh, I've actually collaborated with these guys a couple of times for my projects. Mm. So some of my films have done uh, the lighting and the sound. Dope guys, and I'd like them to do my wedding if I ever do one. Najwa, these guys are super dope. If you, if you ever do one, if I ever do one, a We've big already F here. The outfits. We're going to buy them after. Vitenga, vitenga, we people. So please say the date soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, lunch, we'll cover it. Yes, uh, <laughs> we are also brought to you by Funky Science. Um, Funky Science is an education technology company. I'm striving to ensure that kinesthetic learning is incorporated into cognitive learning at a young age through creative experimentation. Um, Funky Science delivers creative science experiments via online classes, camps, clubs, and events with the aim of encouraging students to love and practice science. Um, the direct beneficiaries of Funky Science are school-going children of ages between 5 and 13. And we've heard all of this story because they're um, our huge, huge um sponsors yeah um, yeah they always come through in a very very big way and introducing the funky science kit um the funky science, science kit has incorporated the learning aspects into the novel science kits um and these kits help children discover new lessons and amazing adventures each kit has experiment flashcards to guide your child with step-by-step instructions on how to conduct each experiment um, and the content is fun, relevant, and aligns um, with educational curricula, uh, be it 844 or otherwise, and um, develops, helps, um, helps develop an innovative spirit in learners by using regular everyday tools that can be found in your home. Um, funky Science, working towards inspiring the next generation of scientists. Um, you can reach them out um, if you're a parent, um, ask at funkyscience.co.ke. You can also reach them directly at 0728-440-834. That's 0728-440-834. They are Funky Science, F-U-N-K-E-S-C-I-E-N-C-E on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and just Google them on the interwebs. Everywhere. 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 And they should be like on your kids' desk with their kids. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. in your house already. Shout them out to na salute. Karibuni sana. 
we have a guest. We have a guest. <laughs> we have a guest. You heard already. We do have a guest. We have a guest. Are they brilliant? Of course they are. Ah, do they represent the motherland? Of course they represent the motherland. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Are they busy being born? Of course. They are busy being born. Hello. Tell us about the guest. Uh, I, I yeah. do the honors. Yeah, do the Fantastic. honors. Fantastic. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, ah, social and cultural commentator and an icon who uses her skill and industry to provoke thought and influence change. She uses her writing and creative endeavors and links to promote and moderate conversations on how to see Africa rise. Definitely a pan-Africanist, a writer, an actor, and even a politician. Our guest today is a founder and manager of Blackstar Media Kenya. They are a community of innovators, visionaries, and dreamers who use media, marketing, and communication tools to enable our ecosystem to flourish with a focus on arts and culture, human rights, entrepreneurship, and innovation. More about the guest. Huh. Tell she us, holds um, graduate degrees in African studies and creative writing from the University of Oxford in the UK. And before that, she'd already had a degree in history and literature from the University of Nairobi. Um, she first came into the national limelight in 2011 after becoming the youngest female candidate to declare her candidacy in running for presidency. And the country has since kept their eyes and ears on her um, with her controversial and often balsy um, social media posts and her well thought out and put together columns on local dailies and international journals. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, we give you the bold and definitely brilliant Kingwa Kamenchu. Ah, li, 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 li. <laughs> Thank you. You didn't say beautiful. Beautiful, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. We could do it again. Bold. <laughs> we give you the bold, uh -huh. beautiful, and, and definitely brilliant, brilliant. Kingwa <laughs> Kamenchu. Karibu Thank sana. You. Hey, karibu sana. Welcome, you. welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast. Thank you very much. Um, I'm so honored. Yeah, we are honored as well. To be very honest, you know, whenever we are doing research on our guests who are busy being born, you realize how much people are doing out there. And sometimes you you starstruck. I've been starstruck. And, and just being, before recording this episode, just being here with you and listening to you talk and, and getting to experience your thought process firsthand, I'm mind blown. Yeah, she's definitely something, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's definitely something. Oh man, I feel like I missed. So for the guys listening, today, today for the first time, Nimechelewa Kidogo, Tukai, feels so ivi But I wish I was here as well to like, yeah. uh, mm. hey, get the energy going. But hey, I'm, I'm, I will ride this ride as the audience do. Yeah. The first time I met our guest today, I don't know if she remembers, we were at the go down. And um, Adamin likwa starstruck, mm -hmm. kumwana likwa, ah, wait, is that her? Oh, okay, let mm -hmm. me say hi. Mm -hmm. So I said hi. And um, yeah, tukanza kujuana, pole yeah. pole tu. Yeah. And I'm grateful it's uh, many years later, not as many projects as I'd have hoped we'd done together, but still, yeah. I'm out here looking at her and going, let her keep going, let yeah. her keep going. Yeah. Kingo, um, How's 2021 started out for you and how has that been different from 2020? Of course, tw the big 2020. First of all, thank you for your kind words, both of you. And just to, just to acknowledge the amazing work that you're doing, even just with this podcast, because um, you are providing a space for change makers. And I say that in the context that we don't have enough of that. In fact, that's the one thing that's missing from this space, um, the ecosystem uh, platforms and an environment where 
change makers can plant themselves, where change makers can grow. Change makers being, yeah, groups, creatives, entrepreneurs, innovators, people who think different. So the question of how 2021 has been different, um, I think 21 has been really introspective. I've, I've been, I've, I really went, I've gone inwards. Um, just really a time of going inwards, a time of reflecting, a time of thinking. Um, and sometimes I get mad at myself for doing that because because um, when you're when you're inward, there's not much seen outside, like in terms of achieving, we've done this, we've ticked this off the list. Um, but I have to sort of like honor honor the, the 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 that honor that process of that because we get nourished from the inside, from the unconscious. I call it slipping into the unconscious. And it's what nourishes us, it's what gives us the it's what gives us the direction, really, about what we need to do in the outside world. So it's been different in the sense that it's been very introspective, very inward, very insular. Um, we're going too much. Like I've been, I've mostly been indoors this first two the months. First two months. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And and how was twenty twenty for you? Because we twenty twenty was something else for everyone. A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty was quite. I don't. Know, Maybe to use the word exciting. <laughs> That's okay. Exciting in the sense of, um, I think I'm exhilarated by shifts in time, shifts in the environment, um, and then because I'm a, I'm like a very I'm very used to my own time and being in my own space and very introverted. So the the whole thing of stay at home quarantine it wasn't like a big whatever for me. It wasn't, it wasn't something drastic for me. In fact, a time came when I was like, I cannot stay in the house anymore. Like, like the energy was so, was so get out of, get out of here. And, and you see that, that energy thing, um, for me, I, I'm, I'm, I move with energy. So like the way I'm saying that this January, February have been so into like, and I can't force myself. I can't force myself. So like last year, March, April, I think April is when like, I could not literally stay inside. Like I was, you know, like, it's like. You're, it's like there's a magnet pulling mm. you out. So last year was very outward oriented um, um, on a personal level. And then also work wise, um, what we were trying, what we were doing, we did because we create content. So yeah, we're creating content um, and just doing a lot of um, connecting with people and different groups. Uh, yeah. So 2021 so far has been quite quiet and inward looking reflective. You, you, you've just mentioned something about um, excitement around shifts. Um, so what do you mean by that? What shift or in what way was there a shift? Uh, and is it just personal? Or do you think it's a time shift, uh, an age shift? Uh, tell us a bit more on that. Such an interesting question. So um, the way I look at Okay, I look at the world is that um, the the body, like the human being and the society, we are sort of similar um, in the sense of uh, um, and leaves like rivers. You know, I don't know. I'm trying to. There's a word for it. There's a word for it. But where basically nature is repeated in different whatever. So mm -hmm. the the body, the human body, the societal body, they they have similar. Um, I don't know, is it that they reflect each other or that they are, they're like copy paste of each other, mm -hmm. but on a larger level. So one of the things that I've been interested in, um, in, and I've been reading about in the last, 
maybe a year or two is about the concept of illness where illness is uh the schools of thought that say illness comes from psychic imbalance psychic imbalance where the the body is out of alignment with itself mm-hmm. the body mind soul and so illness then comes to sort of like force the individual to like just sit down shut down keep quiet mend come back together um and whether it's on a whether it's in terms of it forces you to reflect illness forces reflection um and so that whole thing of I mean we've heard of those stories of high performing CEOs who get heart attacks mm-hmm. and then three months later they resign because they're like I've recognized what's most important yeah. I'm, yeah. I know it's cheesy <laughs> <laughs> I know it's cheesy but but there's that that thing that recognition so so when I saw covid 19 covid 19 was to me a symptom of societal lack of alignment um, on a global level um, and so that's what I talk about in the sense of the shift the recognition of this covid-19 for me it's not just an illness it's not just it's not just illness is not just an illness mm-hmm. yeah illness is not like it's it's communication the body communicating actually I have a colleague i don't know if i should say this but i, I wouldn't mention it, but anytime like the stress in the office she gets sick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i tell her i tell her that's your body literally defending you there's yeah. actually a term that term for it um um so the body reacts to trauma in different ways some people shut down psychologically yep. they, you know fight flight freeze mm-hmm. so there's actually a term about where um illness is a defense mechanism for some people because and it's it's, it's the unconscious who's stage managing all that because if if you call if you call me and if I'm supposed to deliver this um and I say I'm sick it's like I know I know the kind of reaction like oh Paul yeah. you know mm-hmm. So yeah, so this COVID-19 as a sign of global non-alignment and imbalance. And imbalance. Yeah. So that's what I mean by yeah. the shift. Okay. Yeah. And also related to that, there's a whole and this is something cuz I've been so my background I was an art journalist for a long time and also my my background is in literature is like reading. For me I think I moved from just reading text to reading the society. And for a long time for the last like maybe three years I was I, I kept on re- talking about the music like what's wrong with the music today when us guys were growing up in the 90s the music was love and like men were like just going all out for women mm-hmm. you know kina still in love kina boys to men kina the time of baby face yeah right oh drill kina take that boys on and then The 2000s were a bit different they were like you know the Justin Timberlake's the dance dance like a bit, a bit not so soulful and soupy and cheesy yeah. and then 2010s these hoes and loyal you know like <laughs> <laughs> even Chris Brown went from all uh, loving right. to this hoes and loyal and babyface sang a song about that he said um the, the song is called I need a love song right now and i think that was in the 2000s and when what he was talking about was what happened to the love music and It's been on my mind for a long time and I realized that it's not accidental. Mm. And actually th- those trends that we are seeing is not just only in Kenya in in global alone also in Kenya. Even the Kenya, kind yeah. of music that we have right now yeah. what Ezekiel Mutua complains about. So it's I realized that it's part of something bigger. Um and then I came across uh now uh, some a book a school of thought that sort of explains that this is quite recent like so I'm sorry I'm still excited about it so there's a there's a, there's a book called there's the idea of the generation cycles the four cycles of generation the four cycles of history 
Um, and uh, I came across this through Robert Greene, who was talking about mm -hmm. that this is the current place we're in is a crisis generation, the revolution generation. Um, but de delving deeper into the idea of the fourth turning. So there's this guy called uh, Neil Howe, I think. I forget his actual name, but he's written two books. One book is called Generations. The second book is called The Fourth Turning. And The Fourth Turning is actually, it was written in 1997, and it, it literally prophesied Science. this moment. It prophesied this moment. It said that um, around 2020, what's going to happen is that the it's, it's time for the fourth turning. And the fourth turning... Uh, means that this, the first we we move back to the first cycle of history. There's four cycles of history mm -hmm. um, that are um, occupied by different archetypes, by different societal archetypes, mm -hmm. and different players take the center stage. So, so he actually said that somewhere around 2020, uh, he he actually fleshed out certain possibilities that's going to happen. He said one of them there's going to be a terror attack in New York. And it just could be one could be a terror attack in New York, another one could be a something something happen, another one could be uh, an epidemic that comes out that forces the government to quarantine people, like literally all those five things he mentions. Yeah, all of them. Like so, the, the fourth turning right now. If you go online, if you, like a lot of people are referencing it, um, and I see a lot of credence to that. There's, I can talk about it for two days because it's um, but <laughs> that's mind blowing. We don't it mind. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's mind blowing. So, and I think part of the, for me, these two months, which I've been very upset at myself for being, having gone inward, has been just really understanding that because if I don't understand the context I'm operating in, then I won't be efficient mm -hmm. in what I'm, in what we are trying to do. Um, what was the question that you asked? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, I, I, I we let it go where yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we let it go where it goes. Um, talk something about the four generations. I'm I'm very keen on sure. um, hearing more about that sure. because you also wrote a piece on the elephant. Okay. Um, about um you being at the borderline of the previous generation, the millennials, the millennials, and what was the before the millennials? Gen X. Gen X. Yeah. Gen and you went and and we, that's something that we we also like to get a bit yeah. into. And and those two feel such for purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So the f um. The four generations. Yeah. Uh, there's the there's the so I'm actually literally googling as I talk as I talk as I sorry I get oh, it really good. accurate. So one generation is the prophets, mm -hmm. and the prophets. So there's a the prophets, then followed by the prophets is the is okay. Just look it up. So there's a the prophets. Yeah. There's the artists. There's the heroes. Um, and which is the other one? I forget, but, but I'll, I'll, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But what they, what, what they do, um, what's interesting about them is that they each herald different periods in history, different energies, actually energies, the energies best right word to use. Um, and it relates to how they were brought up. It relates to what the issues of their parents were at that time. It relates to issues of how the parenting then influences the entire generation. So, and the example that these guys give is for America, um, but it still it still applies in a in a in a fairly big way globally. Um, so they talk about how the boomer generation, um, the parents of the boomers, having lived through World War Two and seen all that horror and shock and everything, they were like so like so giving like whatever to their to their children. Mm. Um, like whatever you want, have it. Like so, the the boomers then like sort of like this sort of like spoiled, um, sort of entitledish mm. um, 
um, generation that then <laughs> then brought this, up a new. Uh-huh. Are these the guys who gave us the hippies? Bah, so yeah. that's part of the that's part of the. So I'm not going to be able to explain oh, it properly, yeah, but yeah. for guys who want to learn more about it, is they really explain it in depth that because the hippie movement was actually a very a time of internal. It, and it was the period of I think between 1970 to 1981 or 1960 something to 1981. It was a time of inner reflection, mm-hmm. yeah. the time of when they were all about world peace, about flower power, like and the values of the feminine were actually very exalted in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time of inner exploration, the psychedelics, mm-hmm. the um, as as compared to later on when the, the, it's been times of um, like. Like, like going out with, with, with the with the external force of uh, of 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 colonizing new worlds and mm. and it's interesting again also how the political and the social interact because sometimes if the political is not on the same wavelength with the social then they 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 quickly topple yeah so like Nixon at that time he was completely he completely misread the 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 the, the mood mm. um it was a time of when you're in the feminine and and you're trying to bring a vietnam war like mm-hmm. what are you doing like you 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 you're going against our biggest strongest value yep. yeah. so you have no value for us as as a lead as a group of leadership so so interesting because around the same time uh, we have kenyatta more or less misreading the times and the people so this is the same time we see the assassination of jm oh. and the likes and people. on the ground guys are pissed Yeah yep, yep. but uh, up there it's slightly different so this is totally interesting the, the thing that fascinates me around the generation is how more or less i feel the through line is a generation is how how the energy around them depends a lot on how they were brought up you know their parenting and mm-hmm. all uh, so yeah you'd asked something else around the article mm-hmm. the article so you want to I guide us towards that direction yeah. so how does that um then um first of all I'm, i'm keen i'm still keen on the same pedestal um, on the same path um where are we now um you said you mentioned that there are four generations and now we're getting back to the first one right and and how does that tie into where we are now um as a country and how you view it uh being at that borderline between a gen x and a millennial, a millennial. Mm-hmm. um and and are those connected in any way Yeah, so good questions. Um and I like what you talked about Martin about uh, referencing JM and Pinto. Um but they knew Pinto and Malcolm X were killed like within three days of each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Malcolm X had visited Pinto at some point. Eh? Yeah. yeah. I remember reading oh, yeah. that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that that again yeah. speaks to the the societal divisions of the sort of like the groups that carry the masculine energy and the feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is why even for you guys you feel resonance with certain people in the world certain politicians in the world um certain musicians certain writers certain actors um and 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 I want just I also want to talk about Kenyatta and and really our our history and I, I it's like our for us the cycles have continually they haven't been allowed to 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 come out um to flourish organically, organically yes okay. so they've been like captured so it hasn't been it hasn't it hasn't been able to we haven't been able to move as organically as we as we could have as we should have um so the question of where are we now so these guys say that the fourth turning fourth turning is a all right so the four the four the fourth generational cycle so there's the there's the heroes there's the nomads there's the so there's a prophet prophet 
nomad hero and artist so the way these guys chat it it's like we're at the time of the hero generation and the hero generation is the one that sort of like recognizes that what the generation before them has been doing is crazy like all this is madness we really need sense like mm-hmm. guys we need can we can we just really get sense back mm-hmm. um and the fourth turning so uh within so there's the four cycles but then there's a transition period when one moves to the other and so the way this guy explained it is that um it, he he says it it'll probably take between about 10 years um so he look he gives it between because he had said it's going to start in 2020 so he says 2020 to 2030 is when we are going to see um the new now like the actual thing happen yeah um and so in terms of how it applies to us right now right now right now To be honest, I don't have that answer. I'm still trying to understand it. Um again that part of the whole introspective place I'm at. Um I this is I'm actually just new on these books and new on these ideas. So I haven't even read the full books. Like I've yeah. just been listening a lot to YouTube and reading a lot of the articles. Um so I I I I won't be able to like outline um with accuracy because I'm also still observing what is happening. Um but I think we're in an interesting place. Um where I think we're in a place of frustration, apathy. Um the left right now is like just so I was I was talking to a group like the, the the energy of the left is like in ICU right now like it's um I was telling some I was telling some that imepata covid-19. <laughs> um it's But the thing is that it it can never die. Yeah. It can never die. Um who's it says that the energy never dies because the society always has the left and the right, the masculine and the the, the masculine and the feminine. The masculine um has the the right wing energies, you know, the af- aggression, the force, the Donald Trump example, yeah. the Ronald Reagan, the Margaret Thatcher. The feminine is more humanity, um compassion, um um equality. We all see each other as one, you know, the yeah. arts, yeah. um the the compassionate sectors um um people like obama people like um people like obama mm-hmm. oginga jaramogi oginga odinga For very sure. much occupied the energy of the left even rao actually does he actually has been for a long time um, um kagia oh absolutely kagia. interestingly if historically in kenya the energy of the left is continually has continually been killed like 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 systematically systematically and mm. that's so for me that's one area that I've been very very fascinated about and I I feel that I've been trying to give my understanding on when I ran when I came in into actually for guys who want to read more about this even awards dust chronicles that systematic attempt to um, stifle and stifle and what I'm what's, what's the word um like kill out like what's that word they, they use in cartoons um like literally obliterate mm-hmm. obliterate, obliterate yeah. the, the the left mm. um and when i ran for the presidency i realized that there were certain people who kept on like coming to me and were drawn to me and like they felt the campaign even more than me and i was like the artists certain entrepreneurs innovators like there were certain people who paid me attention and they even put their money on me like they 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 changed they were coming out they were they, we 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 did the campaign for what maybe about two years or something and they would give of themselves selflessly yeah and so after that it never left me it never left me and um so i feel like in a way j- j- just recognizing that 
made me then start asking certain questions, made me recognize that um, I, I, there's a tribe, there's a tribe that, uh, that is feeling me. There's, a peop- there's people that I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I need to recognize it. I want to, I want to study this further. I want to understand what's happening here. What is, what is happening here? What is this? Um, yeah, so that's that's sort of like been the journey the journey that I've been on. Yeah, yeah. A follow up question on that: Do, do you think that the, the the energy on the right, um, and you could use uh, different uh, framings for it, is it is it gotten to a point where um, it's mostly driven by fear, and the fear of um, what's the word? Fear of change. Ooh, ooh, brilliant! Oh gosh, you're asking all the all the right questions. So, if we talk about the values. And what motivates each side? Actually, fear is what motivates the right, like fundamentally. Okay. Whereas um, on the left, what would you say? Uh, what what energy? What what emotion would you say motivates the left? Um, progression. Yeah. Change, excitement. Excitement. Adventure. adventure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'm thinking of the, of the people you named: creatives, entrepreneurs, innovators, the yeah. people who want to you know move Touch and the explore. Skies. Touch and the they're skies. like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, we also capable of doing the things that were done by Einstein and whoever else, right? They're human beings just like us. Dreamers. Dreamers and doers. Ah, thank you. Yeah. Using all the right words. So, yes, fear drives the right. And, okay, it's easy. When I started out, I think I was one of the people that was uh, seeing it as binaries, um, which was sort of like, because I more identify with the left, I would then, it's very easy to uh, rubbish the right and say all the things about them that are bad and look at them as the enemy and look at them as as the group that should be obliterated. <laughs> it's very easy. It's very easy to come to that conclusion. But I like the word that um, Maria. Maria mentioned earlier, the word duality, is that society operates in that duality and that duality has to be respected. There has to be a balance, right? <sighs> Absolutely, yes. The balance is key. The balance is necessary. If, if there's no balance, we are all doomed. We are all dead. So it's that right now there's an over, the, the, the right, the energy of the right is obese. It's like there's an extreme, <laughs> there's an extreme whatever. And the energy, especially like in Kenya, like, and and it's like the, the energy of the left is like, that's why I say it's, um, it's in ICU. I'm, I'm going to give a very weird, bizarre um, example of something. I don't have the full answer for it, but so I was watching Shira, Princess of Power. Have you guys heard about it? Mm-mm. Have you heard of Shira, Princess of Power? So it's an animation. Um, it it was in the in the eighties when us guys were growing up. Shira, Himan. Himan, yeah. Uh, yeah so I've Shira apparently that. is yeah. Himan's twin sister. What? Appa- apparently. So. Okay. But and here's oh God. I, I was watching it. I was like. Writers are so deep, like writers of even cartoons are so deep. Yep. But so in in the first season of Shira, because I'm just getting onto the second season, um, it's about Shira's role is to Shira comes. Shira was a uh, kidnapped, uh, by the like the dark force, the dark side, and she grew up thinking she's part of that. But then she somehow gets out into the world and she walks out and she's like, oh my, and and she realizes her, her eyes open that her people are actually doing this. And she's like, no, my God, this this is not right. It can't be. So she sort of joins with the other side. So this is like a Moses moment. Yes, the yeah. hero's journey yeah. completely. So, the, so what Shira's, um, so what the, the writings say is that Shira's role is to restore the balance, to restore mm-hmm. the balance um, of the, uh, to restore the balance. And what has happened is that the the, the dark side 
the dark side's energy is like eating eating up every other energy like the and i found that fascinating because in my head and i still don't understand maybe you guys will help me understand like because in my head i'm like you know we can all operate like my my thriving my strength does not have to be your diminishment so yeah. i'm still trying to understand that it's why it's non zero sum yeah exactly mm-hmm. so i'm still trying to understand why is it that the dark sides thriving was sucking out energy of the other of the other side um so i'm still trying to understand yeah. that in the context of kenya today that why is it that the energy of the ethnicity the energy of corruption and maybe that's actually the answer corruption um sucking out everything from the rest of us because if money that should be meant for hospitals schools is being sucked by the dark side that it means that all of us are literally um uh affected yeah i can't like we are all in the loop yeah and there's no trust first of all trust has has died eliminated mm. entirely yeah mm. and for us the feminine has to operate with a level of trust a level of connection connection love mm. is is our whatever so when certain things happen it it like tears the fabric it like tears the curtain it's like throws a bomb into it and it's like we are left nothing if if, if we are not connected then we are dead mm. Mm. i see you yeah i see like you, you said wow Hey, um we've gone into a, a very philosophical tangent which is super welcome. Um let's let's now explore how all this comes into your I am going to work in the morning. I'm today this is what I'm doing. So we know you as a writer, we know you as uh, a politician, as an artist, as an artist for sure, creative. So question would be who is kingwa right now uh, and uh, one of the simplest ways to answer this would be around when you're waking up in the morning and you're working quote and quote what are you looking at in terms of your company your writing etc etc and how where you you your explorations around your philosophies and the way you look at life how all this influences what you're now choosing to do mm-hmm. yeah good one um you know the, the whole question of identity the whole question of title is something that i have been like for a long time um trying to understand trying to figure um because i think i'm less in the area of i think what i do a lot of um okay we are what we instinctually do we are what we instinctually do um and the importance of recognizing that is that you will take off a lot of the guilt and burden and whatever from yourself so for yeah. example i i stopped i am a writer yeah but i don't so much identify with it because it's a while since i put out work um and when i was calling myself a writer they'd be like oh this expectation that i need to ship i need to consistently ship um but i, I so i think i sort of see myself more as a, like a thinker and innovator mm-hmm. um um and i think mostly right now i'm just at the thinking space at the place of understanding the the wider context because i will then f- ground what needs to be done that will then ground the action so a lot of what i've been doing that whole introspection that whole reading that whole looking out um has been about trying to figure what is happening what is really really happening and then what needs to be done mm-hmm. um and where i've 
what what my recognition has been to date is that um working with the left that's one thing that i i know that my work that's one of my important works to do important works to do like in terms of what needs to be done mm. starting from the place of necessity and a big part is about rebuilding the energy of the left about getting the left back on its feet um i've been i was talking to gado um and I've been pestering him with questions about looking for analogies the best analogy to use for this and I was asking him what is it that we need to do as a group is it that we need to let's say it's a house is it that we need to break down the house that we are in right now and build again is it that we simply need to renovate and redecorate the house is it that we need to actually move houses even yeah like just <laughs> say that this ground this whole ground is on sinking sand let's go to a whole new place and build so I'm I'm still trying to figure out that. Um I haven't found the full proper analogy, but I, I, a lot of it is about building the community, building the group, building the body, mm. building the body. And for me building the body is is not just even in terms of the theoretical, but even in the physical, even in the physical realm because people of the left, people that operate in the feminine have certain aspects about them um and that have never been properly recognized and because they've not been recognized they've never been addressed so for example i noticed something about myself i noticed that um i live in my head i live in my head and because of that it's very easy to ignore real everyday things mm-hmm. like i can literally i literally forget to eat like i literally like i don't care about the world like when i'm in my zone <laughs> something matters like i literally get lost in the unconscious and i think a lot of artists a lot of a lot of think a lot of us a lot of the because what we are doing is we are bringing we are bridging we are we are pulling from the unconscious and we are taking it's like a conveyor belt mm-hmm. we are taking to the outer world and it's it's this the, the unconscious that replenishes that from and because of that it's like miners um It's like we are miners actually in the unconscious like we're the deep sea yeah. divers and because of that the, the work fundamentally means that we are disabled we have a disability in operating in the real world mm. and that's not just on a theoretical level it's it's real life level and that's why you see a lot of creatives struggling financially that's why you see a lot of like the the story recently about uh, omosh mm-hmm. and yeah. i've been i've been making enemies online t- telling people that we ex- like like creatives we have that is a disability and i i i say it's a disability because um i have had these challenges in my own work you know just because i get so lost in the unconscious so i i don't have time to focus on things that i should be in quotes should be doing um which is also why i had to set up my own organization because yeah. i don't want to disappoint people i don't want to disappoint my my i had a wonderful job beautiful job but because of this propensity i could not be as effective as i could be i had the most beautiful boss in the world and i used to go tell him like i need to resign please tell please allow me to resign he's <laughs> like no you're not going anywhere so so along the way and for me is that i have to approach this from a personal level because that's where there's truth so like I was diagnosed with ADHD about 2 years back. And that diagnosis just opened the door for so much in terms of understanding the world, understanding reality, understanding me, my identity. What ADHD is is a disability of executive functions. Executive functions being just really the the whole operating in the real world, the whole um 
things that come easy for normal normal in quotes normal people mm. um things that like the whole keeping a 9 to 5 the whole um doing what you're supposed to be doing in quotes yeah um they have no whatever for me like for example i'm i'm 37 i'm not married i don't have kids i don't give an f about that like it does not have any it has nothing on me yeah but you see um and if i did not honor that i would have tried to actually i did try when i was like in my 20s you know those periods of oh i'm not married <laughs> oh oh i should you know the society yeah. should and i ended up with some very terrible terrible species of humans okay. <laughs> oh that's a sad thing to say i inflicted my we inflicted <laughs> ourselves on each other we inflicted ourselves on each other just yeah. because of that they weren't bad people but they were lovely people i still love them that's actually very lovely people. um is that when you're doing things that are outside your purpose you will just create disharmony and dysfunction in the world but back to what i was saying about the the the, the social body is that I realized even before the whole ADHD thing is that I realized that there's aspects about me that are dysfunctional and and me not just as kingwa but as as a creative and if I fail to address them in myself I will never achieve even whatever it is I want to do on a societal or national level but I also realize that these aspects of me these dysfunctions I see them in so many of my friends I see them in so many of my colleagues I see them in creatives from 500 years ago um to 100 years ago creatives in America creatives in Japan creatives in and I realize that it's not personal it's not personal and I think just that realization just gave me then the courage to be able to start figuring out saying that we need to address this and actually that's why I started my outlets that's why I started my organizations so blackstar media is a creative is a content creation hub um and we we aim to serve the black stars um we aim to serve the the group that the geniuses whose genius has and power and value has not been recognized in this society we we aim to, and and we do that using the tools of media to to spotlight them to 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 yeah just really spotlight them and um give them a platform to just you know center them put them in the middle of the frame as compared to being off the frame as as they are right now then i also founded culture and communication in development it's a non-profit and what it aims to do is to build the capacity of these groups build the capacity in the sense of um just building our capacity in areas that we we suffer these executive functions from for example um the the the, the lack of the the inability the 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 tendency to be bad with money the tendency to be unstructured the tendency to be unable to set up our own systems so so yeah so in terms of now coming out sort of trying to answer more succinctly what you asked about what i do on a daily basis that i know that my work is in the left and building the left building the body of the left and i i one thing that i've for me i'm coming from the area of we have to seal our gaps we have to address our weakest link otherwise it will continue will never go anywhere so that's what we try to do yeah. that's what we try to do to figure how do we make sure that creatives how, how do we make sure that the left is okay um in in the human rights world um which have have been part of when we try to hold events i'm always asking the question of are we taking care of this army like we are, we are mobilizing people but are, are they have we have we made sure they are okay do they have food do they have rent for the end of the month because these people we are mad we don't we don't think about so, such things so but we if we 
are trying to mobilize them, we have to think about them because they can't, they're not thinking of that. Um, because we put ma money last, we put power last, but the reality is that those are, those are very key issues. And if we don't address them, we will, and the reason we are where we are is because we've been unable to address them. So I feel that for me is I want to figure how to take care of the left, um, how to make sure that they are thriving, how to make sure that their well-being is okay, how to make sure that their mental health is fine. Um, so, and do you do that by setting up structures or or how, and have multiple questions from just yeah, that, sure. Um, that, mm -hmm. But I, I guess the first one is mostly operational. Um, how do you do that? Um, is it setting up structures to ensure that um, they are well taken care of? So the way we so Blackstar and the and CCID are like sort of like the platforms that we work with to engage. Then we then use programs, programs um, working with different groups of people. So some of the groups that we've highlighted, like there are certain there are certain sectors that you find these groups people uh, in. So like arts and culture, the media, human rights, entrepreneurship innovation, mental, mental health community, um, among, among other places. So we set up programs to try to make interventions, to try to give capacity support. Um, we have, we've, we're still at the beginning stages, but we are at, no, we are beyond the beginning stages. Um, but our way of intervention is just programs now for the, for the nonprofit, but for the, for the, for Blackstar, I think we're, tr we're still trying to figure out the structure to engage, the way to engage. And I think probably we, have, we haven't fully found the answer to that. I don't know if we, we want to act as like an incubator or as an accelerator or as a hub where we are able to somehow partner with groups that are doing, that are doing the work and build their capacities. Because... There are so many creatives who want to do what creatives do, um, and and I don't. I'm trying to remember. There's someone who, who I don't know if it was Carl Jung who gave that quote about that a writer is born to write and they must write. And these people want. I I know we know that they need to do. So our work is to figure out how do we equip these guys. For example, you guys, when I when I come into such a place, I my mind is like, I, how how are these guys making money? Are they okay? Um, how can we strengthen what they're doing to be able to to reach, to be able to be more powerful, to be able to be more impactful too? So I think I think in the past I was not recognizing my and, and it was what we were talking about earlier about the, the role of the concept of teamwork, is that I see I see the gaps, I see, I see what people are trying to do, and I so I'm trying to figure out how do we how do I come in and and, and now as Blackstar, not just as me, how, how does Blackstar come in and become the fuel, the rocket that will take what they're trying to do to a, to a f higher level, take it to the stars? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, and the, the other point you made, which was very interesting, was um, the, it's interesting that you were diagnosed with ADHD two years ago. But may, that's something you always had because um, even if you look at um, scholarly articles on um, ADHD and creativity, then there's a very high correlation between those two. Um, so the very thing 
um and and it's useful in the sense that it it, it is what helps you hyper focus on different That's things brilliant. and at the same time you yeah. wonder Malcolm well. Gladwell talks about that yeah. that that the thing that he talks about like dyslexia with entrepreneurs that Exactly. Yeah, it's about then not dwelling on this is the whatever but recognizing that there's a power to there's it. There's a power to it. Mm. Yeah, and and there's a lot of power in um, it's been shown um from a data point of view that there's a lot of power in um creativity from ADHD. Mm. Yeah. Um so and and I, and I like the you recognizing that and saying so okay as creatives there these are the things that need um need to happen in order for us to function within society and actually be impactful and they do not come naturally to us and and so how do we help them um just do what they are good at as we build a structure for them to excel um that's wonderful and even beyond how do we help them because that's a very danger that's a very help like yeah yeah it's a very I, that's the wrong word I it guess. Has, no, no no it's not about wrong mm. it's not about wrong it's about language and the the power traps the traps especially power understanding power um power is a very fascinating thing um and it's always important to understand because if i come to someone with a i am helping you what does that do it makes you it, it already creates a, a gap as Yeah like yeah. I Levels am this powerful, powerful. Yeah. exactly mm. and you're so you're supposed to behave in this you have to perform actually the performance is <laughs> a good word you have to perform in a certain way to me you have to but for me it's that recognizing that I uh, you know that ubuntu thing I am I am because you are like for real that's what that's that's what creatives are to me sitting here today is is like so enriching it's like it's like I'm getting my batteries charged it's like mm-hmm. and I think that's also like the that's why artists tend to come together in communes because coming together they are stronger like what you guys are doing you're a, you're a team coming together makes you stronger as op- like for I give the example of a like coal like like when you know those the, the three stone fire mm-hmm. like when one kamaka is on its own the rain the whatever is going to blow it out but when they are together mm-hmm. they can just Yeah, blaze. yeah. So for me it's it's literally not I'm not helping them. I'm not I'm not they're doing like they are me. We we as creatives we are like we are one. We are one. We literally are one body. And if we do, if I don't recognize that um and center that then it ha- already the seeds of uh, the seeds of dysfunctionality and the seeds of uh, toxicity have been planted. Yeah. Yeah. So Ma- I'm doing it for me. Yeah, for you. It is a, Ma, you said something yeah. about the team and the dream. <laughs> the, the teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. yeah. Um this is so fascinating for me. Um I remember interacting with you for that time we spent together. Um I thought this energy is is very interesting. It brought to mind a couple of people. Uh, which by mentioning them I hope you don't get offended so it brought to mind Kanye it brought to mind Frida Kahlo it brought to mind Picasso these are all creatives but they were all very and are I guess for Kanye as well misunderstood um I don't know if they care about you know the need to be understood so my next question would probably go in that direction do you do you care um how those around you perceive you and this will now help us connect into your political viewpoint you know and what is going on in our country right now and from the young lady who 
intended to run for presidency so yeah in a way just connect all this that's such a that's such a good question i want to ask why did you apologize why do you feel the need to right now no no when? like you said i i'm sorry to well to i don't know these. maybe you know you could use an example and someone is like no i don't like that human mm. being you know uh, so i'd had to it's yeah sort of now create a path of of love this mm. examples are coming from mm. yeah a point of love these are the people i think come to mind and i don't know oh, if you, you like say, them. when you say what in relation to me or? yes in relation to the first time i interacted oh wow yeah. Ooh, yeah. oh gosh mm. for real <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Me up, baby. Uh, but, but it's the truth though it's the truth wow like, yeah, yeah. My so head is like, that's you that's yeah powerful. i didn't even know about the adhd so you sharing about that no wonder i'm awfully quiet because i'm like yeah i i get it i yeah. i get wow. it and you can you know connect everything i connect everything yeah, yeah. Oh. maybe not everything but you know feeling a lot of gaps wow. well, first of all i am just so honored you have no idea like i'm going to watch frida kahlo later on today ah, because you said that yeah <laughs> i just thought it is i think cuz i i think i don't see myself fully yeah which is inter- which is a whole other but yeah so i'm actually honored like wow wow i love i love ooh ooh i feel like a moment of silence so thank you But the question of being misunderstood is that I think I am too intense about what I'm up to about. I I I I effing mother effingly don't Say care. It. Say it. Yeah. But but I also have to rec- so there's 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 an issue, there's an aspect of um energy and usability. <laughs> <laughs> there's the aspect of energy and usability and and energy can be and i say this because i recognize that it is important that much i i really don't care about being misunderstood but i should mm-hmm. <laughs> I, i should um and i think because for me this the agency of what i'm trying to do is so important i can't be at that place of only the geniuses understand me like that's that's too much of a luxury <laughs> yeah. because i feel like there are children that 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 like there are people whose lives are going to if if i if i don't if i'm not um on my full mode yeah because what these guys what they represent this is like an extreme of the irrational feminine i i completely have that um but then with each it it has certain ramifications it means one can only go so far if you're in this kind of performance mode um and so it's about being conscious it's about being conscious of how do i manage this energy and also recognizing that there's this energy and then there's a society as a whole and the society has certain functions structures mores values and ways of being and that if i do and and that i have to i have to be systematic and strategic that if it, this is the end goal that i want to see it has to be it has to go a certain way there has to be a continuum to it and and there has to be a design and a strategy for example i also have to recognize that this energy that certain places i will take it to and it will it will not be effective So then what what needs to be done it needs to be mitigated in certain ways actually actually a friend of mine um was it yesterday or the day before he was telling me um that he wants to he was telling me that kingwa people don't understand you and i want to be the one to help them understand you um and i thought that was so beautiful and gracious um and i think like maybe four years ago i'd have gone on a rant like <laughs> but now I'm at the place where, you know what 
if we want to be effective, that is true. Because this is a very strong energy, a very powerful energy that can be a very scary energy. Mm. Um, especially for like the more conservative, conventional people. So the need to be understood, I I know my people. I my people are what I care about. Your people understand your language. And they know me and they okay. know what I'm about. Um and that because we are a body and also the fact that i recognize it as some as as something that needs to be not not tempered per se but needs to be packaged um then enables the opportunity for others to come in and play a role like makes sense and i i don't try to and i probably don't i don't know if i'll ever try to like temper myself because it's my power mm. and if i'm if i'm whatever cutting out my power then what am i worth yeah it's better about let me take myself to the place where it can be harnessed to the most profound way yeah yeah that's beautiful so politics let, let me let me take my place to the, the people who know how to use fire mm. it's like prometheus um, yeah. and the yeah, way he and fire benders and all yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> but all those who those are deep. yeah so it's that the people who see it and know what needs to be done with it mm. um even i don't know what needs to be done and it's so, so it's so beautiful that to then see them come in and like connect it's like just connect like i'm not even telling them do this like mm. like they see, like it so that is so beautiful because it's organic and it's it enables us to operate within our purpose yeah. all of us yeah. so without me feeling that i have to whatever myself or you know mm. yeah but that we we are all able to be in our full power yeah do you feel Do you feel um this is the same energy you got into politics with? Like this kind of kind of Yeah. So I think when I was when I got in I was trying to do the the the, the normal the good the normal person politics mm. the 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 good politician the normal politician the mm. uh press conference the you know respectability I remember that moment. Yeah. I remember switching on the TV and my mom goes this is an interesting lady. I remember that statement. I remember that so, moment. And I think it's because I didn't know myself and yeah. I didn't I hadn't allowed myself to I hadn't gotten in touch with who I am. Yeah. And I think this the whole presidency was the was my birth. Was my time to busy being born. It was my time <laughs> of coming to birth. Yes. Um coming to birth. Hello. And recognizing who I am and being able to stand in it. Like just so in this very moment, I'm uh, the next few years after so that. So like the, when okay. I when I did the announcement, actually when I did the announcement, I think I think there was a bit of there's a bit of the 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 sort of like the the the, the like the change maker because even when I look at what I was wearing, huh? I, I I dressed like pink. I was in a pink dress and I had like pink braids, and. Because I'd been through a lot of like political training programs, and w- what they teach us is that, you know, you have to be in your black suit, and your hair severely pulled mm. back, and you have to behave in a certain way. And so when I see that, I see actually those the seeds of that, the seeds of that. But I think the manner in which the, the sort of like pushback and the attempt to people Ma- trying to box muzzle, me, yeah. uh-huh, it was like oh. Bitches, yeah. move! Fuck all this, yeah. <laughs> It's like whoa, yeah. Yeah. So, so, and and at this moment, you are in a quote-unquote conventional party. 
Oh, at that time. Yeah. At that time, I didn't even have a party. Okay. I was just tired. I was like, no, yeah. no, no. I'm running. I don't know how I'll run, but I'm running. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. do this. Uh, <laughs> tell us that narrative. What's your internal narrative in the lead up, in 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 to, to this moment? Hmm. Um. W- obviously, a lot of it was. Um. I feel like a lot of it was subconscious because that's mm-hmm. who you are and mm-hmm. you have that energy inside you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like part of it was also very, um, conscious in terms of, um. You know, there's all this energy mm. that is mm. bubbling inside me. I have, mm. and, and I'm tired of the different um, things that are happening within our country. And I read up on, on the story about, the, um, you know, your article on The Guardian mm. um, about the things that really were wearing you down, mm. right? Uh, so, so tell us about that narrative. Um, mm. and, and, and also how long from you coming back home is this, yeah. this moment? Yeah, and let's create that map. Okay, I think... So I've, I actually was been in politics for a long time. Like I got in through student leadership. Um, I was in Ford Kenya when I was, I joined Ford Kenya when I was in campus. I worked for a politician, um, Dr. Noe Kessa, beautiful, beautiful man. I worked for him for three years when I was in campus. Like as a part-time, I was like his personal assistant. Um, I did work for him for three years or four years, but for a long time. So it was- Was that accidental or you went looking for it? So because I was in student, how that happened, I was in student leadership um, and I... At UN? This, yeah, at UN, uh, yeah, at main campus. Sorry. And no, I actually never got elected, but I was always running. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, not always, I think I ran twice. But I, I, I got onto the, like the, whatever, the editorial board and like, I was yeah, quite active still. But one, after one particular, I think after the first time I ran a group of there was the Ford Kenya elections because I was after Wamalwa, the vice president had died. And so some other student leaders, guys we were, had been with came to me and said, oh, um, we want to go see Dr. Nawekesa um, because to tell him that we are going to help him win the Ford Kenya election. I love students. <laughs> <laughs> the audacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The audacity and <laughs> we are going to help the you. confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's just so precious. We're going to make him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hilarious. Come on. Like, yeah. And we have no self-doubt. <laughs> um, I remember I had the same energy. Yeah. As King Wallace, um, when I was a student oh leader-ish God. of yeah. the professional organization of start students, yeah. I once went to Safaricom, tell them that we're going to build a model that will the, help them. The audacity. <laughs> <laughs> You have no like, shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do this for you. I dropped the letters. I don't think it, yeah. they even went past the guard. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> They're looking at you like, what, 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 what planet have you fallen yeah. from? But the beauty, it's beautiful. So sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? And then you come out here and it's all, <laughs> it's all squeezed out of you. Yeah. And um, was it John Kerry who talks about that? I think it was John Kerry who says that if you're in your twenties and you don't have that powerful energy and self-belief to change the world and you just wasted your youth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so we went and told him that we want to campaign for you. <laughs> We're going to make him win the elections. So just coincidentally, the next he's like the next day he was going to Meru to meet G leaders, party leaders and everything. He's like, so I'm going to Meru tomorrow. Who among you guys is from Meru? Just as I was the only one. We're oh. like six uh, that we'd gone. So so we we ended up going to Meru and then I ended up staying on and working for him. Um but I'm saying this because the background that I had been in politics and I had seen, I was very, very intense in terms of trying to, like I really was about, let's do something, let's do something. You know, like those idealists that are idealists. And because of that, 
I then had the opportunity to understand the flaws within the party system. Um, I had, I could understand the challenges of the political. Like I, I sort of understood it from a system level, and I saw that this system is is not working. This system, there's something flawed about it. So that's what I knew. But 2009, 2009. So I graduated in 2006. 2009, I um, something happened, and I think it was probably just like the most. Maybe maybe it's what really probably was life changing. So my friend got killed. Um, my friend, uh, we were in student leadership with him. Uh, just another idealist, you know, these fucking students and being on fire. Like he he was more on fire than me. Like GPO, GPO was this guy is that GPO. he has called George Paul Oulu. I remember him. So it was him and Oscar Kingara, they were killed on State At, House um, Road. What's this place? The the red house, the red brick. Um Fungaman. Fungaman right house, behind yeah. it. Yeah, right behind Fungaman. So they had been collecting witness statements of the young men who had been disappeared because of extrajudicial killings. They were supposed to take meet the UN extrajudicial <coughs> special rapporteur, um, and that would have gotten Kinakibaki in trouble. Um, so anyway, they were killed in broad daylight, and that was so jarring. It was whew, it was jarring for me because I was like, like, whew. This this guy was like my brother. Like this guy, this guy was like one. You know when you connect on a level beyond, when you connect on a level at the level of vision. Like NGP was just so so on fire about life. Like GPO could talk about how we need to change, we need to transform. Like he was so about that. Like he could talk about it for three hours. Like mm -hmm. like I'm telling you, like if you're late and you see GPO, you run because he's going to, <laughs> he's going to you know the young people of Kenya today. <laughs> like you run because he's going to detain yeah. you. Yeah. Like so the fact that he got killed, I was like, what? Like that shook you. Yeah, like it's like it's like we're just like you've killed like it's like my like we are playmates like you've killed my playmate like we're just trying to do something for this country like and you killed him for that and I was like it was like wow like how vicious what what kind of viciousness is this it was such a wake up call like and you know I actually didn't cry that whole time like I didn't I didn't cry um even for his funeral I just didn't cry like like shock shock of Wow. And then also the understanding the, the myopia of of that because of when gangs form, your answer is to go and kill the boys. Like but that's a hydra. Cut one, another, whatever is gonna draws back, yeah. Yeah. So I was I think that was like whew. whew. First of all, understanding how vicious and also how myopic. Myopic in the sense of capacity and intelligence and one thing is that people do what they are able to do so uh, part of the journey for me has also been sort of like forgiving the system coming from the understanding that that is the only way they know how to do things but for me my reality is that actually no there are other ways to do things like that's just i mean that's that's that, that was that was so unnecessary and i think so anyway i went i went i went away to study for 2009 um 2010, so I went away to study. Um, I was in the UK, uh, 2009. Um, I was in. I was in. So I went to Oxford University, and it's a very white university, very white city, uh, very white university. Like very few, like not so many black folk, not many African folks. So 
the Africa, so meeting other African folk was like just such a beautiful thing. And it's like people you could be with and make jokes with. Like we understood each other on such a different level. Um, So we had this thing called the Africa Society. Um, and we used to like just do a lot of things. But in 2011, we held a conference on Pan-Africanism, Pan-Africanism for the next generation, just bringing all African students from the from UK, Europe together, just talk about. And one thing that kept on coming up about is the problem in Africa is leadership, leadership, leadership. Be the change you want to see, be the change. Like I just, I was just at a place of I'm tired, I'm tired. And then also I used to go to London and and and, and in 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 the train stations you see these big posters of gee, East African farming, the biggest farming since June 1953. Save East African. I used to get so mad because that was the same time. Um, that was around the time of the. Um, the, the, the big, very bloated government. Um, I think they had like 70 ministers. And I was just, I was like literally just boiling all the time. So what happens that in 2011, um, my friend was getting married. My friend was getting married. Um, they were both Kenyans. So they're like, we're, wanna, we're gonna get married in Kenya. And then, yeah, so I accompanied and I was one of like the maids. So we came to Kenya for the wedding. So like the whole presidency thing was not planned. Mm. Like it was just, I think that whole, all that, all that anger that had been boiling and stewing and everything. And so somehow I, I just said, you know, I'm going to call a press conference and say I'm running for the presidency. So I did that. Um, and then that's what happened. And I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting the reaction that I got. Because <laughs> like for two weeks after that, it was like the talk of everything. It was like... I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting that. Yeah. yeah, so it was two weeks of like a lot of media people were interested. Like even also people were inviting me to the events, like people who could see what I like really wanted to bring me to center me in what they were doing and trying to, yeah. So after two weeks, I got, I went, I had, I went back to school because I hadn't finished my study and um, yeah. Then I came back in 2012 because the election at, at first was supposed to be 2012 August. They had pushed it. So when I came back in 2012, we just continued. I joined Labour Party. Um, and yeah, we didn't go really as far as we'd have hoped. But yeah. Wow. Well. Yeah. Okay. So I, that's quite a story, mother. <laughs> quite a story. I mean, oh. So we have Kingwa in the present, yeah? So how did we get from that moment to the version of King one that is now because we are constantly busy being born you know we are constantly growing we are constantly discovering we are constantly shifting the way we look at things mm -hmm. so between who you were then and who you are now mm -hmm. uh, especially around the way you look at the leadership of our country mm -hmm. uh, yeah what's that journey been like your perspective as well in terms of um, you know the ideas you had around how to change things mm -hmm. and, and how have those changed right now? Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you still want to run for presidency? Mm -hmm. right? yeah. Very interesting questions. Um, <clears throat> interestingly, I think the journey has actually been more of a journey of self-discovery, understanding who I am, um, understanding who I am and understanding, because from understanding who I am is when I understand my work in the world, what I need to do. Um, and... I, there's two aspects to me. My friend, okay, people who know me know that. Like, there's the very, there's a very wild and crazy and wacky and like just off the rails side of me. But there's also the very seriously intense and 
like very very intense that's the word to use um side of me um that's very strong in terms of organizing understand systems understand structures and wants to see results and effectiveness very strong on effectiveness the other side of me is very strong on adventure and drama and everything wild child like you shot yeah so um i think for me what i feel my work in the world is is just really building the left it's just that's all yeah like period whether i am becoming president through that like i don't i do like i for mm. me is that i want that's whether being president is part of the journey i like it's neither here nor there yeah um it might if it's part of it it could be part of the strategy um but where in the past that was like the big thing now it's like whatever like yeah. if it's if it's because i'm i'm now at a place of seeing myself not just as myself but as part of a ecosystem yeah and understanding that i have to place myself within the ecosystem i have to center myself in the ecosystem otherwise my value i my value will not come out mm. so f- in that sense then it means that because i'm not working on my own as well um now that, that then it's so so it's not a full answer in terms of like will i be running yeah. what am i doing but it's just that i know that my work right now is building the left i'm not the only one doing it there's a whole other group doing it um so maybe it's about it's me using and and we all do it in different ways you guys are doing it you guys are doing it you're actually building the left you're giving a voice for the left you're giving you're spotlighting them um so it's that using the platforms that i've set up uh, blackstar and ccid um using either using media um um and communication tools using capacity building tools uh, where by capacity building means training means equipping means um um even funding even um resourcing um and also just even the thinking the thinking around it um and i think maybe 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 my biggest role might really just be in the thinking because yeah. i have the capacity to get lost in ideas and take ideas seriously mm. um and I haven't maybe maybe that's a gap that I'm seeing and maybe that's what I need to do. Let's underline a bit more around the, the thinking, yeah? Mm-hmm. And uh this political tangent. Mm-hmm. So it is very intentional for the Kenya sex party angle. What's that about? Okay. Yeah. So part of uh when i so when i ran in 2011 2012 2013 like there was so much you should be like this you should be like this as a presidential candidate you should be like this as a woman you should be like this like there was this whole attack from all every side oh you're a, like identity attacks telling me how who i should be what i should be what i should be doing and it was just it was it was it was an assault it was like a psychic assault and i said motherfucker fuck you all so it was like space clearing i needed yeah. to do space clearing like sending out the bombs um it's like like you it's like a, a bottle and then like everyone is coming to try to suffer yeah. and then you're like boo like you kick yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was a space clearing exercise um it's only in it's only in retrospect that i understand it and as is that way in the sense of i will be the fuck that i want to be if i want to be an aunt if i want to be the son like i will like don't like stop like 
go like don't bring me that don't bring me that bullshit because this bullshit is a, is a bullshit that we've been running around with in our polit- in our country in our political space i'm not trying to do what you think i'm trying to do i'm doing what i'm what i what i need to do and i don't have the answers but that doesn't matter this is my journey so so the the, the all that the whole the whole the madam president and the, and the very absurdist and irreverent kind of performance was just that way of saying it was like broadcasting i'm not trying to be whatever it is you think i'm trying, trying to, to be. be i am not get that from the word go because what what happens it's, it's actually a power thing framing people frame you as this thing and then why do they do that so that they can then have power over you so yeah. they can box you and me it was me saying bitches motherfuckers i am the one creating my frame i am framing me and in framing me i am fucking framing you too but that's 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 that's, that's a biggest power move in any game deciding the game Desi- saying this is the game. So those people come trying to say that oh this is the game you're playing like trying to put me into that. This is your game and this is the player you are. Yeah, yeah. and this is how you need to play. But now I'm like no. This is the game I'm playing and this is how you fit into this game. All right? Yeah. So that was, so the Kenya expect that was part of the space clearing, part of the the broadcasting that I am not here trying to do what whatever petty stupid foolish things you think I want I'm here to do no mm. I am here to it's literally like a liberation thing like a liberation movement like an explosion I am here to explode the ground yeah. because the the left we have been suffocated like we we are suffering covid-19 and we need we need to have a big like it's been 60 years of our lungs being sat on that that george guy that guy being said I, i'm suffocating yeah, like, i can't breathe. I can't breathe we can't breathe and the energy to go about that can't be can't be polite sweet let us have a tea party energy hell to the fucking no yeah it has to be it has to be nuclear it has to be bombs it has to be because these are these are strongholds these are but these are these are whole spiritual things mm-hmm. these are these are these are spiritual things and they have to be we literally have to blow things down because we are creating to allow for the new to grow yeah the gikuyu community right has something called itweka where the young generation overthrow the old and take over as the community leaders when things get untenable time is ripe for a new itweka those are your words mm-hmm. does that fit into this narrative hmm. it it does and it also goes back to what we we're saying about the generation and the generational cycles because we are all suffocated we are all suffocated the younger people oh my gosh all these mental ill mental health problems all these like they're so inter- interrelated mm-hmm. the joblessness the like the whole our society as a whole is confused lost drifting floundering the way i look at it these days is that i'm not i think i when i started out it was more of like a rebellion mm-hmm. but i think now it's actually like i don't i don't think my role is even so much about because you lead a rebellion and then what N- nature abhors a vacuum you literally have to create a whole new mm-hmm. system system mm. yeah yeah um so i think that's what we need to be intentional about and aware mm-hmm. about that we are constructing something and we have to construct it with such awareness and clarity we are, we are not opposing me I, me i don't me i don't oppose the political system 
I I I don't think the, the energy of opposition I don't think is um I don't think it's very so sad to say intelligent. Mm. Um but it's it's what the Peter Benenson of Amnesty said it's better to don't don't rail against the darkness just light a candle. Yeah. And that's what we that's that's where I look at it. Yeah. yeah. A follow up question to that and and this is something that Mato and I talk a lot about is that as the younger generation who have a lot of left or feminine energy yes um sometimes we do not know what to do in order to you know light that candle or and 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 hope kind of um with us so many times um some some night you're like i don't know what to do mm. you know i i don't know what's going to happen of me of my family of oh, this country um people like myself the future um and and we don't have the answers and as someone who spent a lot of time especially since um 2011 thinking about this and looking at coming at it from different angles um i don't know if you could outline mm-hmm. some of the things you think would help um these people who are part of this left body to keep mm. going and to keep, keep their going. hopes up yeah keep their hopes up Whew. Oh, that's an interesting question and and when you say they I, i'm gr- going to ground myself as part of that um, yeah, we are actually us, also we part, all, of we are part of that we are part of I one body i think what we need to do right now is we need to come together like that is such a that is such a counterintuitive statement yeah, yeah. like you think it's we need to go to this like Actually no, coming together is the beginning because we are cold. We are cold, we are freezing, we've all been in our own little corners. Um and what happens that then our fires get burnt out. We need to come together and create a, a culture anew. We need to reinforce the culture that we believe in. We need to then then once then we, with that is when then we're able to take new ground. Like but coming together is the beginning. Coming together and establishing this is us this is what we stand for this is what we are about um and from then you're then able to like w- take over towns like take over like launch takeovers um but w- with the culture yeah and like just it's because it's about connection because um what what the 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 binary the duality has been between love and power we've been there's been, there's been too much power down our whatevers we've been suffocated but what we haven't been able to do in the left is recognize the importance of power and incorporate it so one area we've been thin on is very strong on ideas but very low on pragmatism very low on planning very low on taking care of each other financially very low on recognizing the importance and the necessity of money and the necessity of structure and the necessity of system so what we need to do is come together continue come continually come together and affirm affirm ourselves affirm ourselves affirm our values our affirm 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 your podcast affirm your plays affirm um your innovations gas them up build like breathe life into them like give energy yeah. to them before we started recording we, we talked about getting some small wins and celebrating them and and that keeps us rejuvenated right so whenever you you know hope is dwindling and you have a small win and you celebrate um you know it sparks up it mm. does right it does right mm. um and and what are some of the 
immediate small wins um after coming together or even before that or those two things can go together that is such a good question and i suspect that is where i have reached the end of my thinking capacity <laughs> 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 and the fact that you're asking means you probably might have some ideas um and and i'm saying this because um it's a conveyor belt and everyone plays a part everyone it's like the baton like yeah some relay. run till this place and then shika mm. so i don't know i don't know the answer to that someone i know one of us in terms of us as a as a whatever one of us does but right now i don't have and i'm not sure i even have the but I don't know. That's I've reached the end of my capacity. And it's fine. That. That's mm, fine. And it's and fine. It's fine. Yeah. Before I used to be like, oh, I used to I have to have all the answers. Yeah. No, no, no. no. We just work with what we have. We do. And and, and be going. in your zone. Not lane. Okay, maybe lane. But yeah, zone. Be yeah. in your area of 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 power and love and excitement and yeah. Which mm. for me a lot of it is ideas and figuring out um they're they're so And if anyone who's listening has ideas of what of, of to answer the question that Samuel asked please be in yeah. touch with hala, me. Hala. Yeah. 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 um i was about to say that there, there are so many layers and colors of you which is brilliant and beautiful and bold and so we could we could eh, we could do this for days and hours like maria i'm sure by now shazoya we we do every time we we get really fascinating guests we normally bend to the edge of keeping this going and going mm. and going so um, i guess now we can intentionally now try and uh, and away from philosophy and politics and life try and start let's play a bit around here yeah? as we now get closer to the end of this mm-hmm. and uh, a, a good question am a good way to jump in there to now make it slightly play it could also go into philosophy mm. is So uh are we still up for the 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 commando movement you know like uh underwear free movement mm. is that still up in there are you still pushing and advocating for this or was this so, just part of clearing the space yeah i recognize that even as i was doing that that this there's still it has salience it still has there's something to eat that can mm. be weaponized I like using that word one. Um that can be in terms of what we are trying to do in terms of clearing the space allowing us to breathe. Yeah. Um but I'm not sure yet how. I'm not sure. I don't have the answer of exactly what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? Um no, I don't have the answer to that right now. Okay. But I, I w- it would be very interesting to do to bring back that character and just set her loose. <laughs> like, I love setting her loose on the world and just seeing all the havoc she wreaks. Oh yeah. man, yeah. Oh and the world God. reacts. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it runs. <laughs> It's like they they're like we, we are not sure why but we yeah. love her. We want more. <laughs> uh, that Kanye Jay-Z thing. <laughs> no one no one gets it but, but it's almost it's provocative, uh, it's, provocative. <laughs> it's provocative you know what i like about her is that yeah. because when you're a woman in politics it's like people feel like they have the right to come and like just throw all their nonsense and trash and mm. stupidity on you and but she she comes in like you can't you can't you can't you cannot whatever madam president you can't yeah. like you can't you can't You and just she will chase you with your stupidity away like you won't even dare you won't even think of taking your stupidity to mm. her like she's not a, she's not an she's not a receptacle for stupidity 
that, that's the best thing I love about her because and I say that in the context of our politicians are currently receptacles for stupidity. Mm, for <laughs> receptacles sure. in the sense of we okay they're not perfect of course they have all the, but we as a, as a, we we have made them our scapegoats. We push our shadow to them. All the aspects of ourselves that we've rejected and been unable to recognize, we blame them. We say it is them. Yeah. Oh, you're corrupt. Oh, it is what. But we don't recognize that I've, I'm cheating on my wife. Yeah. I am mm-hmm. stealing money from my company. Yep, yep, you know. Yep. 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 So that's I'm overlapping. A, uh, that's a stupidity, <laughs> and 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 the politicians take it. But that's traumatizing. But they, oh, we were doing a program, um, a show, a, a regular show on featuring politi- political players last year, and I recognize that politicians are traumatized. They carry bad, bad, bad trauma. Yeah. Um, and so, Madam President, from the outset, you can't bring her your stupid H- How tea. often does she come out? Um, or do you never know? Do you know? I'm not sure. When we were starting this up, she came out. I don't know if yeah. you guys saw her when she was saying that. that she wants to do music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sometimes... I can be able to get her out. Like there are certain things that trigger her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and w- what I've been trying to do is I'm now trying to like, and I think I'm at a place where I'm able to not, not, but work with her to, to bring her out almost at will. Mm. Like she's needed here. Yeah. Like baby, go, 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 do burn the house down. Do yeah. 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 <laughs> I, 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 It would be interesting to find out what sparks that. One of the scenes from Madam President when you walked is, is was when you walked and your mom was smoking. Was that a cigarette or was oh, that mar- was that mar- that was marijuana? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and I was very interested on understanding the thought process behind um, that scene or mm-hmm. why why marijuana. So that so Madam President was a mock reality show. Mm. Um, Jackie Lebo, you know Jackie Lebo? Mm. I should feature her, by the way. Mm. Oh, Jackie. She, so she actually is the one who wrote the script. Um, and the character. So the idea is that we gave Madam President a whole new family. So like her last born brother, who's like very, very devious and very cunning. He's, he's like a student, but he's like a hustler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's like yeah. in form two, but he has money. <laughs> he's always on ways. Hey, where have, have the chickens arrived? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just amazing. He's going to take himself back to school. Yeah. 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 Like he's he's like a mafia. <laughs> <laughs> he's a mafia don like in a high school. <laughs> I just love it. And then her mom is like this airy fairy. Let's do yoga, world peace. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke weed. Yeah. She has this handsome gym trainer who she probably does also. So I, I, so in terms of the answer to to the thing about the weed, I'm not sure if it's even it was not really so much about the weed but just creating the character of the mother in mm-hmm. in a way like like to be the most representative of that whole bohemian mm-hmm. hippie yeah yeah that's how it felt for yeah. sure the, the, the thing and it's it's a, it's an and it's a, it's a it's a way of being that we have div- we have failed to incorporate in Kenya we have we devalued and we've we've allowed existence of like and i remember when when the cj was being whatever about his earring that's just an example mm. and there's a whole generation that just has never been able to be in touch with their with their that side yeah that's so interesting Th- that's actually it? where i was going with yeah. that wow mm-hmm. yeah yeah like um people, you know the the hippish movement or people who are in touch with that side of their lives are um frowned upon um and 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 people don't seem to understand some of the benefits for sure what are they found upon 
I, I I don't know. I don't know. Again, comes back to I don't know fear. I guess. Wow. Yeah, people Definitely. people fear things that they don't understand, um, and it's the same narrative around, um, you know, like the use of marijuana or mm. you know you and your movement, for instance. Mm. Um, I think it comes down. It mm. comes from a deep place of fear. We're a society founded on conformism. Yeah. yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. Um okay. So you have this moment and you're right next to you are the people we all look up to, you know, as Africans particularly. So you're standing next to Binyavanga, you're standing next to um uh, Wangari Madhai, yeah. And Africa is watching you, yeah. And you don't get the chance to speak but you have a t-shirt on yeah so you're, probably the message dressed. the message on the t-shirt is super intentional so what would this short message to africa be it doesn't have to be everything you stand for but it could be a message you feel i think my people i think my tribe i think my generation needs to hear this what would that message be i think it's literally just this wild, wild child. child yeah set the child free Set the child free. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Set the child free. The Set inner the child. child. Free. Yeah. Because yeah. the inner child is a golden child. Mm. It's the one that carries a genius. Yes. And in this country, we've never allowed it to <clears throat> take its place. We always kill it. We literally kill our child. We condition it. We do. Based on our fears and our interpretation of the world. I'm sorry to say, Please. I'm, I'm, Maria will kill me for this, but... Now one of the and I my child keeps coming up in the podcast because mm-hmm. they are simply a huge Aww. they're the most important thing in my life Aww, like literally the the child child Aww. my child child right? yeah and um, um I observe myself doing that wow. every single day stop it don't do wow. that you know I'm like then whenever I observe you know meditation and thinking about life helps you observe yourself right and in the moment you catch yourself doing it And I'm like why am I doing that? Mm. Wow. You know it's so unnecessary. But it's because wow. I feel like that's the, the default mode for us. Yeah. yeah. And unless you observe wow. yourself very keenly and and with dissolve yeah with intentionality then um, that will always rear its ugly head out. Mm. And I wouldn't say that I've completely dealt with, dealt with it. It's it's a, it's a journey, it's a process. But at least I'm able to catch myself. Yeah doing it. And the beautiful thing is uh you you're thinking about this now, you know, before your child is 5 or 10 or 15. Yeah. Yeah. So keep going. Stay busy being born, was it? And and these conversations king were well, they they are very helpful in that. Mm. Um Matthew and I always say that it's not just about our audiences, it's also about ourselves. Wow. Selfishly. Yeah. That's so beautiful. We learn Mm-hmm. You know, everything. <laughs> part of why we're here is, is to learn from people like you. Yeah. Um so thank you very much. Yeah, you want to keep it playful as we wind up? As we wind up, Maze. Ah, it's been this probably might be my favorite episode. We say that about every episode. Uh, no, but I, honestly, I say the same thing, but that's so no, beautiful. Oh, no, yeah. but honestly, I've, I've yeah. really loved all Aww. this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where did you grow up? Where? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I was born in Nairobi. <clears throat> Um my parents my dad was a diplomat so we were he we went to uh went to Australia I was there for about five years I think when I was about a year old then we came back um then still back to Nairobi primary school I had a stint where I went to a school in Meru a boarding school but I only survived for one term 
But yeah, mostly grew up in Nairobi. Yeah, high school? High school, Meru, back to Meru. Kaga girls. Yeah, my God. And mm. then, see, I was telling you guys about the way when us guys were growing up, <clears throat> everything village was shady. Yeah. And, and like, we were all trying to be little Americans. So like, going to Kaga girls was like, Nah. Kill me fast. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> right? Like the village. Like I'm gonna come back shrubbing. Like yeah. that was my biggest. <laughs> yeah. Like like and I could have killed my hey, where? <laughs> so but it was actually, oh my gosh, it was one of the best things you that ever happened great. to me. It was it was a beautiful it yeah. was necessary. Mm. If I'd have gotten in one of these schools, I'd have probably ended up bad. Mm. It grounded yeah. me by force. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um what's the one thing you've changed your mind about in the last one year hmm. and i know you've changed your mind a lot in the last eight or so years but what's the one significant the one thing? Y- last one year mm. wow it could be as small as instead of two sugars and i'll take one or it could be super big oh my gosh <clears throat> i don't know yeah i'm not sure i don't okay. have an answer for that right okay now. what what apps are you normally using on your phone like top three just the usual um youtube is an app yeah sure yeah. <laughs> just yeah. the usual uh-huh. like I, I do a lot on youtube like i'm always listening to yeah. um i'm also active on what facebook mm-hmm. whatsapp twitter i go to see sort of when there's gossip that has <laughs> everyone is talking about so i go to peep yeah yeah oh, twitter is such a toxic space what yes it is for the second week in a row Second episode, someone has used the same exact words. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Maria will say that. Like, like I literally yeah. feel it's like steel wire on the heart. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, when, when you think about success in a very unconventional or conventional or your own way, mm-hmm. um, who comes to mind? Um, and two, if you to have a once in a lifetime opportunity to have dinner with two people dead or alive. Who those two people be? Who are connected? <clears throat> when I think of success, huh? Yeah. You know, I used to think of success as kufika, the impact, the everything. Mm. But I think these days I'm starting to see success as even just on the everyday. You've continued. You've 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 woken up and you've stepped out. You have self doubt, but you've gone out there. You've done your thing hmm. so <clears throat> i i would think of chelagat mutai and i said okay. that it, with a full understanding that she did not die a successful person I, f- I feel so closely bonded with her and her mission like she literally died a very sad death but i i have chosen to honor her as a, a success mm-hmm. because she died in the trenches doing what she knew needed to be done um and she didn't die a hero but in my head in my I've, I've, me in my head she's a hero she died successful so for someone if she if if she didn't take all those steps we would not we would not have the baton that we now have yeah so for someone who's had her name for the first time who would you say she is or sh- the world oh should God. notice her as like i, I don't I, Like we literally need to launch her book. Like I, I don't even want to. St- I don't even want to pretend that to start trying to say something about her. Mm. Like she was just, she was a universe. Someone wrote her, her, her book. I don't know if it was launched. In yeah. fact, uh, hopefully, I'll be able to call her to follow up. Um, 
just google chelagat mutai do it um yeah so that's the first one then the second one you asked about dinner if so i could I, have so i we, i assume chelagat mutai would be one of those people would i want to have dinner with her who would you want like a person who's alive dead, dead or alive. alive who i would want to have dinner with i would be interested to meet seth godin i would be so because i feel he's doing what i'm doing yeah. or i'm doing what he's doing in fact he's given a lot of clarity to what i'm trying to do um i i sort of call him like one of my fathers um in terms of clarity because what he tries to do is that giving breathing life into the world of change makers giving structure providing structure providing um he's such a beautiful beautiful human being mm-hmm. yeah and who else who else well i mean some of like i love i love steve jobs and what he was able to do um but i think i think for me the the nurturing part of things yeah and the providing structure because i think steve jobs those, he was a bit of an individualist which is fine there's nothing wrong with individualists um but like seth is building a com- his 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 ecosystem yeah mm. yeah mm. who else um, okay that is good that works um something that feels oh yeah like... this person oh my gosh hugo chavez hugo chavez mm. okay so you're saying hugo chavez that... sorry no no they're coming <laughs> hugo chavez salvador dali now salvador dali is now the kanye frida kahlo side like yeah. oh like oh like crazy so salvador dali my west also on the extreme feminine on the extreme masculine this liquid liquid you the guy of um singapore um oh i adore that man um who else yeah and castro and hugo chavez yeah i was going to say that the closest um i adore in a very special way seth godin and he's Um, I think he's been thrice on Tim Ferriss's podcast for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Wow. Um for a very heart to heart conversation wow. like this. Um and and I'd I'd recommend that as as part of your material that you consume Aww. around Seth Godin. Thank you. I know you've read a lot on Seth Godin, mm. but I, I think that's a useful wow. addition. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Oh man, this is this is beautiful. Um let's let's wrap it up with a methali. Yeah. And this brings us back home, yeah. And it totally, sort of, yeah. I'll I'll play around that. Sort of, in a way, puts everything uh, we've been talking about in just a sentence. Yeah, in some way. Usiache mchao. You know that mchao or mbachao. Mbachao. That's actually it. Nindi yoni meandika sijui nini. Usiache mbachao kwa msala. Do you know it? Usiache mbachao. You you seem like you know it. Uh Maria do you? Abu upitao. Usiache mbachao kwa msala upitao. What do you think? That it was means? one of my favorite medallies to be honest. Yeah. Um, when when I used no to No one you noticed it as soon as I spoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I think it's, it has something to do with you leaving your tattered-ish canoe. Mm-hmm. I think much is a canoe or something mm-hmm. for another fancy looking um ish sheep wow. that is passing away yeah wow yeah yeah exactly yeah. so I, i think it's just about you being able to not leave your 
um, I don't know how to put it, but grass is greener. Yeah, yeah, grass is <laughs> exactly. mentality. And appreciating the self and what mm. you already got. Yeah, and what you have already. Yeah. Um, mm. and, and speaks about also you looking inwards. Exactly. One of the things I firmly believe in is that a lot of um, our power is and the things we can do in this world start from looking within. Wow. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining with us. But even before we say thank you to you who's been listening, we've got to say a huge asante sana to our guest. So Kingwa, as a busy being born podcast, we celebrate you, we see you, and we ask you to keep going, keep doing it, keep believing, keep breathing life into the ecosystem. Stay busy being born. And thank you so much for honoring the call. Yeah. Um, final words and um, how can people find you on the interwebs oh thanks for having me this was ooh, i love it i love it like when i can just get to explore thoughts ideas are so 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 beautiful so cosmic having shooting stars <clears throat> in my head um uh guys can reach me on facebook king wakamenchu on Twitter at Kingwa, on Instagram, um, yeah, mostly, and then also, yeah, I guess that way. Um, if you're not, does anyone want to email me? Do you want to give my my my, G, my email address? No, no, probably not. Ish. Yeah, probably okay. Not. Yeah, and maybe through you guys. Yeah, sure. Through, yeah. If someone flex reaches out, flex your social capital, baby. <laughs> yeah. Flex yeah. it. Flex <laughs> it. I'm gonna flex it. Um, final words. <laughs> Final words. I want to do an album. Hey. <laughs> She's here. Madam President is here. <laughs> Hello. Um, and um, what are my final words? I want to do that. Like literally, that's what, those are my final words. Okay. That's and you guys happening. have to help me. <laughs> Abu is going to make it happen. We'll she's take like, it. She's so fast. Yeah. Like she mobilizes. Like, <laughs> like she gets things done. So we'll, we'll get the money. We'll get the studio. We are doing this. And I have to be number one. Hello. Beyonce has to be calling me. <laughs> <laughs> and asking me for singing advice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you should check out the movie, the Meryl <laughs> Streep movie. We'll definitely yeah. send the link. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you Madam so much, Kingo. All right, thanks. And guys. Madam President, <laughs> Asante Sana. And for you guys, if you want to hit us up, we'll probably in the next episode talk about uh, whether we'll want to change our handles and all. But uh, you know where to find us on Twitter. We are at two B Born. That is number two. Then the letter B, then B O R N podcast. Come on, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. On Just Facebook, we are at um, the Busy Being Board pod- podcast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. IG. Even to tell be. them to pay you to follow you. <laughs> right. Yeah. We need a. Like, <laughs> but anyway, like uh, only the privilege. <laughs> Yeah, yes, that explains the numbers on our Twitter pages and all. Play, <laughs> that's what's up. Play all the hell out of it. Anyway, Asante Nisana, and remember, stay busy be- being born, because if you're not busy being born, then you're probably busy not living. Hey, Asante Nisana, uh, we've been your host. I am Kego Du. And I am Kamande. Peace. Peace. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out, Abu. Asante Sana, Maze. Asante for your work every other day and Maria we've tried Asante sana Maria Maria yeah. hey 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. Do look out for more from us. For now, Kwaheri.